0: All right, boys, just to share with you a short idea. While, while you're taking off your tulle and getting ready, so today's Asara Bateves. Anyone know what's significant about Asar Bateves? Besides the fact that it's a fast day, why are we fasting today? Uh, Good. So Whose day and which walls did they surround? The Romans. The Romans. Good, close, close. <laughs> Babylonians, good, right? There's only a couple of nations to choose from. Excellent. Right? So we, the truth is, interestingly enough, there's a couple of reasons associated with that of it. One, have anyone here ever learned the Gimara? M- Megillah? Some of guys learn Megillah, no? Wasn't there a Chavra last year learned Megillah? Okay, You're learning it right now. Incredible. So I don't think you got up to it yet, the story of King Ptolemy. No. So the Gimar tells a story that King Ptolemy, <laughs> was one of the Greek kings, went ahead and commissioned. He gathered a group of 70 Tamilich Chachamim and he told them to go ahead, Kisvuli Torah's Moshes, Rabbachem. Translate for me the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu The Gemara tells the story. And the miracle happened. And went, now, what, was, what do you think? What was Ptolemy's intent? I don't know. What was Ptolemy's intent? They wouldn't translate. I'm sorry? They wouldn't translate. That they wouldn't translate. His goal was to find inconsistencies. His goal was also to find things that would be offensive to Greek culture, to Roman culture, but the Gemara tells the story that an incredible miracle happened and all 72 of the elders made the same exact changes in the translation. So one idea is that a Sara Beteves, ultimately, again, is the day in which the Torah was translated into Greek. Again, why that exactly is a tsara? Why is that a reason for fasting? We'll save that for a different time, but as as John just mentioned, the, the classic reason for Asar b'teves is on the tenth of Teves is when Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar was the king of Bavel, laid siege to Jerusalem in Irak Hodesh. It was the beginning of the siege. Now, the truth is if you put if you put in the timeline, what historically comes after? Well, I'm sorry, what hap- what historically comes after Asar b'Teves? So Asar b'Teves is the siege. What happens after Asar b'Teves? Which which fast day? Give you in I just said it. Right? Good. Ta- ta- excellent. Right? Let me, let me reframe the question. In the order of the calendar, excellent. Tanis Esther is the next fast day. Excellent. Let me reframe that a little bit. From a historical perspective, right? If the siege was laid on a Sarabate base, what's the next major thing that happened to Yerushalayim? Shalayim? What happened to Walls were breached. What comes after Shavasaratamus? Tishabav, which is what? Destruction. Destruction of the base of Okay, so now we've got a is the beginning of the siege. is the breaching of the walls. above the ninth of the walls. The actual structure of the base of it. I just had to ask you, what's the question you have on today's fast day? What's the question? Who, so I'm going to reframe that. So Uzi said a question, I'm just going to use a little different words. So Uzi said, who cares they surrounded the walls? I'll say a little bit differently. In other words, I care they surrounded the walls, but... Why are we fasting for that? If I'm already fasting for the breach of the walls, and I'm already fasting for the destruction of the base hamikdash, why do I need to fast for the siege? Why do I need to fast for the siege? What do you think? Why fast for? T- In other words, we're already fasting. The breaching of those, yes. Oh, so that by the way, that's was your unroll this morning. That that's that's an excellent answer. So the truth is, the siege itself cuts them off. Now, by the way, so you're saying cuts them off from products. What else did it cut the people of Yerushalayim off from? What did it cut them off from? Food, water. Food, water. Okay, what else? Hashem. Hashem. Why Hashem? Because they feel like they're getting attacked. They're kind of away from now, like, Okay, wow. How is Hashem letting us get attacked? Powerful, powerful, powerful answer. In other words, here you're in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, the holiest city, the holiest place in the world. And how does Hashem let that happen? Wow, incredible. Excellent, even think about that. What else are you getting cut off from? Are there other cities in besides Yerushalayim? Yeah, right? So who are you cut off from? Mm-hmm. You're cut off from the rest of Am Yisrael. However, there's nothing worse than being cut off from Am Yisrael. Part of the beauty of being a Jew is that you're part of something bigger than yourself. Part of the beauty of being a Jew is that you're part of a nation. I don't exist as an individual. I'm part of a collective. I'm part of a whole. And that's a schus. That's a merit. That is something so beautiful. And you're cut off from your people. There's something so powerfully hurtful, and powerfully painful about that. So we fast. Good. What else? What else? What's, what's the other? In other words, why else could you understand that we're fasting today? If already fasting Shavasa B'tham is the breach. Already fasting, teach above the social basis, so why fast today? Beginning of everything. Oh, say that again? Beginning of, beginning of everything. So, let me ask you this. There is a fascinating discussion in the Gemara. Here we go. i want to frame this for you. You're starting off a particular life initiative. Whatever it is, you imagine in your own mind what it is that you're starting off. Something personal you want to work on, some growth area, whatever it is. It could be in academics, athletics, spirituality, whatever it is. You start off. Right? You start. What's the most important part of that process? How you start, or how you end? Which one is most important? Start. start. Why? Because the start was. I don't know explain. I, don't know. <coughs> I know the start, but I don't know why. Because the start really proves that you really wanted to do it bad enough. Oh, by the way, that's excellent. That's excellent. Okay. In other words, if you actually got started. That proves, like a lot of times, right? we know, a lot of times, like, we talk, right? We talk about, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this, but often we just don't deliver. When you start something, you're delivering. So maybe the most powerful part of any life initiative is getting started. Excellent. Yes? So I think it's more I Why? Because a lot of people start something quick. Oh, incredible, right? It's, Hebra, yes. raise your hand if you've ever started something in life and have not finished it. Raise your hand if you've started multiple things in life and have never finished it. Right? So, Avi's saying, good. So, by the way, you understand what's happening over here? We have a machlokis between two Gidolim, between Avi and Effie. Right? So, Effie's saying, everything goes after how you start. Avi's saying, everything goes after how you end. Who's right? Who's right? So, Effie. <laughs> okay, good. So, so listen to this. This is a machlokis in the Gemara. The Gemara says, Do we say, Hakol olech achar sof or Hakol oleich achar ha does, and by the way, the Gemara talks about this in Halakha. The Gemara talks about this in Hashkafa. The success of any life initiative, is it dependent on how you begin? Or is it dependent on how you end? And the Gemara essentially says, they're both correct. They're both correct. How you begin is important. How you end. Yes, Susie? I'm sorry? I don't remember who they are in the Gemara. All right, that's your homework. Okay, I'm going to I, I look it up. I don't remember who says what. It would be interesting to see why each one said their respective opinions. I don't know. I don't know. Great question. Yeah, so, let's say, so, so now listen to this. So this is a mechlokis in the Gimara. Hakol In life does it matter how you end or does it matter how you begin? So the Gimara doesn't come to a conclusion. Why doesn't the Gimara come to a conclusion? Why? Why? They're both correct. They're both correct. At the end of the day I'll show you something interesting. Sometimes, you know, you start something like half-hearted. You're not really into it. Can you salvage something that you started half-hearted? Can you salvage it? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. How? Sorry, you full okay, you can start it again. That's one possibility. What else can you do? You put, more effort. put more effort in. In other words, this happens all the time in life. I start something. All right, whatever. I, I really did not give it attention. I really did not put any co-op into it. And now I wake up one day. you know what? I'm going to make this happen. I could turn it around. I could turn it around, and I could finish strong, even if I went ahead and I started weak. So sometimes in life, a strong start gets you to the finish line. That's how I call holy Sometimes, even if you start weak, you could salvage this in the middle and end off strong. This is the machlokas says the Chasam Sofer. This is the meaning of Asara B'Tevis. Asara B'teves was the beginning. It was the beginning. It was the beginning of what? What was the beginning of? The destruction of the base Hamikdash Gobos. When the Jews were in Yerushalayim and they were surrounded by Netzar. what were their options? What were their options? What were their options? Fight. Good. They could physically fight. What else could they do? Davin. To redouble their efforts. You see, the tragedy of Beteves was that we saw there was trouble. And we didn't do anything to turn it around. Yerushalayim was besieged. Nebuchadnezzar was at our doorsteps. Nothing happened yet. Nothing happened yet. The walls were intact. In fact, there were enough supplies in Yerushalayim for them to ride out the siege for a long time. They were okay. They were okay. There was trouble at their doorstep. So the question is in life, what do you do when there's trouble at your doorstep? I mean, just think as a person, as an individual. You could choose to ignore it. Which is what our ancestors did in Yerushalayim. They ignored the problems that were at their doorstep. And as a result, what happened? Shavah Batamus. And what happened to Shavah Serbatamos? Shavah Serbatamos? Tishabav. See, the, the Hassam Sofer says, Hakol Holik Akara Asha. That's the message of Hasar Bateves. When you're at the beginning of something, if there's something going wrong, you can nip it in the bud. And you could change the trajectory. You could change the course of things. The fast of asara b'teves is the tragedy when people don't take action to change the course of their destiny. I see that there's a problem. I see that there's a challenge. And here's the great part. Who has the power to fix it? Who has the power to fix it? I have the power to fix it. I have the power to fix almost any single issue that's in my life. I can't fix anyone else's problems, but I can fix a lot of the things. I can't necessarily remove the problems in my life, but I can manage the problems in my life. <laughs> And when trouble presents itself, the goal is step in right there. Step in right there and engage in course correcting activity. We fast on Asara B'teves because thousands of years ago our ancestors saw problems at their doorstep. And what did they do about it? What did they do about it? Absolutely nothing. And when you do nothing about your problems, whatever pro- and I'm using the word problems in a generic term, whether we have individual problems, communal problems, cloudy surround problems, worldly problems, when you do nothing about your problems, what happens to your problems? What happens? Worse. They only get worse. We like to think that ignoring things makes them go away. But the truth is it only allows them to intensify. That's a sarabate. B'teves. b'teves tells us Hakol Holeik achar hashala. The base hamikdash did not have to be destroyed. The walls didn't have to be breached. It just required us to take action literally again on a sarah b'teves itself. And begin to turn this around. I will say, you know, what's the goal of a fast day? What's the goal of a fast day? Make you remember. So make you remember historical events. Good. Definitely true. What else? Remove you from the physical. I'm sorry? Beautiful. Remove you from the physical, maybe make us more spiritual beings. Good. Excellent. What else? It's simple. The Ramam says that the point of a fast day is for a person to introspect. Just think about life. That's really the entire point of a fast day. Just think, now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I could think about life so much better if I had a cup of coffee. All right, just one cup of coffee, a little breakfast, and boy, I'd be thinking about life the entire day. Okay, so sometimes you have to remove yourself, like Uzi said, from the physical to think about life. So what what are we supposed to think about today? we're supposed to think about today is two things. Number one, perhaps there are those of us here who are starting something new. And if we're starting something new, whatever it is, like I said, academics, athletics, spirituality, if you want to be successful, give it 100% on the front end. Because everything is determined by how you start. And maybe I'm not starting anything new, but I'm in the process of other things that I've started in life. Maybe those things aren't going as well as I would like them to. So remember, you could play it both ways. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if I'm in a process and it's not going so well, I could turn it around at any point in time. But the worst thing I could do is ignore the challenges I face that are sitting right at my doorstep. Because as Sarah reminds us, if I ignore my challenges, they only get worse. But if I'm starting something new and I put a maximum effort, I'll be successful. If I started something I haven't put a maximum effort, I could get the reins of this, turn it around, and finish strong. But again, Asara HaBeteves reminds us, if there are problems sitting at my doorstep, don't ignore them. Acknowledge them, try to deal with them, try to find resolution. Because the things in life we don't deal with only become worse. So we should be zolch and Sashim over the course of this day to find a little bit of time. You're getting out early in meretz Hashem plenty of time for introspection, right? The whole afternoon of and it's a short fast day. But really, in all seriousness, I would suggest the following. Set aside five minutes today where you're going to sit alone by yourself. Maybe it's at home afterwards. Sit alone by yourself for five minutes and just think about, just think about what are the things in my life that are like the siege of Yerushalayim? What are the challenges that I'm going through and what could I do to address them now before they become Something bigger. And then that's of us internalizing the message of Asara who should be privileged that we shouldn't have to fast on days like this anymore. The halavai we should be Mir to open up the YMC branch in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh, with the Malech HaMashiach, with the third base, here Hirabi Yamenu. Amen.